When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we have a question for you. Does being the most relevant make you the best? For all of us who become prisoners of the moment from time to time, we're quick to crown someone the goat or the top dog. Old school dudes will tell us back in their day it was tougher, more competitive, and it's not like it used to be. But the reality is the current era is the most evolved, most prepared, and most skilled, mainly because of those that came before them. For Gil, He points to the next wave as always being the most relevant. Things end for every era at some point, so let the next up have their time. The past ones had theirs. It's an argument that's never ending. So let's examine why we have it in the first place. Looking at the cycle of stardom, it all comes down to the window that exists for everyone. So in that time, shine in your window and let your accomplishments live. From there, the next generation will drive things forward. It's the No Chill Podcast. It's a deep one, so we're going to dive right into it. Remember, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to get every episode as soon as they drop every single week. Don't forget to check out the No Chill channel on YouTube. And don't forget, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fubo Sports Network, it's No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Welcome to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. He is Gilbert Arenas. So, Gil... I get, we gotta we gotta back we gotta rewind this one up. Okay. This today's episode came off a phone conversation slash debate slash argument, um, really that you led about <laughs> greatness and relevance. Uh huh. And I'm gonna say you're an old school guy that loves the new school. I'm an old school guy that loves evolution. Mm-hmm. You know. Huh? So you always take the side of the the young wave. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have to, because it's the only wave that really matters at that moment in time. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to be the champion for the old school, because mm-hmm. I'm saying you got to pay attention to history. If you forget about it, you'll say, make, you, know, you, you won't learn from it. you got to learn from history to move things forward. Don't detach yourself from history. You're quick to do that. Eh. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's an opinion. Like, that's, that's a saying that you need to know your history to blah, blah. No, you don't. You don't, need to, you don't need to know your history to be able to succeed in this life or in this sport or career. Okay, let me, let me say this. You, don't, you can go watch film of how guys did it. Okay, I saw something there and learned from it. Bring it to the modern game. That happens all the time. So, so what you're saying is, I would have been a better player if I, I watched tape on like Bob Cousy. Maybe not. Maybe not because he only dribbled with one. No, hand. I'm just saying, because that's what you're saying. That I supposed to, <laughs> like the skills that I'm developing from what I'm watching now. You're saying if I'd have just went back in time a little bit more to watch Bob Cousy, I could have been a better player. No, what I'm saying is I know for a fact you watch film on guys that were older than you and you studied them and took things away from them. 
right? And I know for a fact you're getting older now. Mm-hmm. So young kids should be watching you. No, see, that's, okay. the, that's, that's the mistake, right? That's not how evolution works. I didn't watch older players. I watched the relevant players. That was in then, right? You, you, you with me? Mm-hmm. I didn't go back and say, all right, I'm not going to watch Penny Hardaway, you know, Kenny Smith and all of these guys. I'm going to go back and watch uh, the Big O. I don't know nothing about the Big O. I didn't, that wasn't part of my timeline. So why would I go back? Those guys that I'm watching probably watched them. They did the research for me. I'm watching the new updated version of what these guys were, and that's how I crafted my game. I don't need to know what they did back then. I don't need to know. That's not my. That's not my problem. That's the people I'm watching's problem. So I'm gonna I'm gonna speak Gil for a minute. So what you're saying is there's a window. It's actually okay to look back, but only so far. If you want to stay modern, there's an expiration date. So there's a window of greatness. Yes, there's always a window of mm. greatness. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the thing, because um, it's, it's, it's usually an older person's argument. Back yeah, in my you, day. Yeah, like you, you, you need to respect your, your you know, who, the people who came before you. And for a young person's, you know, to their credit, who, who are you? <laughs> like, no, let's hey, be man, real. Hey, respect, who are you? Res- like, respect your elders. Yes, but who are you? I didn't. When my TV turned on, like you know, um, eighty. You know, I got to remember eighties and seventies and sixties. Those players. When my TV turned on and I started liking basketball, it was ninety five and six. Penny Hardaway. Michael Jordan, you know, I knew who Larry Bird and Magic Johnson was from my dad watching them. When I got into like, oh my God, I like this sport. This is what I want to do. I'm watching from there on. What do I need to go backwards for to learn the information? These guys who are playing these 25, 27, 28, 29, they learned it by watching that group. That group learned it by watching that group. So I don't need to go back and see how they were doing layups and hook shots and what is Pistol Pete looking like there. No, that's I got Jason Williams right here. I got, I got White Chocolate. <laughs> White Chocolate is showing me what he learned from watching those guys. So I don't really need to, I don't really need to know who Pistol Pete's a legacy and, you know, unfortunately, but I don't need to know those guys' resume. That's not part of my timeline. That's not part of my information. That's the reality of it. Well, where this came from, what you're saying is nobody really cares about the old guys. It's all about the youth, in which I understand that because that's the only way you're going to move forward and that's mm-hmm. where the future is. Okay. But how does that actually happen? So, we're in that window, right? We talked about the window of greatness. Mm-hmm. So when we should care is when we're in that window of greatness. And what mm-hmm. happens is you have your rise, so we identify who this player is, and we watch them grow. We watch them become mm-hmm. a star right in front of our eyes. Then we have 
that time that we've, we talked about this too, that you only actually have a few years. You have like three to four years to where you better be successful. Guys are in that, in that pocket, right? And then the window starts to close on you and you got to recognize your success. And you, so that's what we recognize is that window of greatness. And three then, to five years in basketball. No, no, no. We said your rise, you know, your rise is a, a few years, seasons, your, your peak years, a few seasons, and then it starts to fall off for you. Mm -hmm. So don't think, you know, I can do this forever because you can't do it forever. Yeah, of course, you can't do anything forever. But, you know, you, you try to make an impact and a statement while you're in that, that time frame. Because that time frame, if you, we really didn't put a lot of years on it because it's, let's say it's seven years, okay? Right? Give us seven years. After that, that next group is coming in. Mm -hmm. There's a next crop every year. There's, I mean, there's always a next crop. There's always, you know, moving pieces and, you know, the elite, the goats, the, the what's the name, they extend their greatness past regular expectations. That's the challenge, to get on top and stay there. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that you really appreciate about guys that are truly, truly gay. You can, you can have a window, um, and this is a good example, Derrick Rose. Mm -hmm. He was that guy, MVP, you know, superstar in the league, and you were like, he's going to go, whew. but injuries, you know, that Yeah, that you can't, then you can't use someone who got injured. I am, because cause that, you know, that's a good example. I'm like, nothing took him away from that except for his body broke down. Mm-hmm. So you Which can't, sucks. You, you can't, you can't use that as an yeah, example then, because evolution didn't do it, injury did it. So you have to use somebody who actually performed and now winding down. So you say someone who's... Without being a freak of nature, someone who's prime, prime, and still, like, even though he was falling down, he's still hanging on and like, play like Chris Paul. You know what I mean? You know, he hit his peak six years ago, <laughs> and he's still playing at a level where you consider him still a top 10, you know, point guard in this league. Um, well, I think while others in his same class, in classes after him, has already fell off the map. Yeah, and I think the thing about the example of Chris is the cool thing is some guys have a game that when they age, it's going to age well, fine, mm -hmm. fine wine. And that's why wherever he goes on the floor, he's going to be uncomfortable because that's his style of play is to run the show. It's adapting. That's, yeah, you know, it's, it's if you can adapt, you can survive. You know, if you're stuck in your ways of this is how it should be, then you're going to be left in the wind. Mm. And also, if you can modulate, if you're fifth gear all the time, eventually you'll burn out. You know, so I mean, you're now you're talking about just physical, like the physical part of it. But I'm just talking about just the game itself. You know, I mean, if you played in fifth gear and you don't get tired or your body doesn't change, then you don't have to worry about that. We're just talking about the evolution of just players' styles coming in. So if you don't know how to adapt to the style you are pushed out of anything. You know, no matter how great you were in your window, if there's a new style that comes in and you don't want to adapt to it, no matter how great you are, you will be left, you will be left behind. I'm gonna go old school for a little while. Charles Barkley. His game was so physical as he got older, it was hard to be that way, you know, especially gain a little weight, well, it I mean, well, it wasn't built for that sort of long. It ain't. It ain't. A, it ain't about. Career. It ain't. But you got to also think about it. Like he was an undersized power forward. Well, at that time, 
at that time, most of the league was undersized power forwards. You know what I mean? They, they were brutes. They were, you know, beef guys. They were the enforcers. So, you know, they were, you know, undersized. Well, once, you know, Kevin Garnett and all of them guys started coming to the league, that power for uh, that power forward position went from 6'8 to an average of 6'10. You know what I mean? You went from, you know, uh, a brute position to now a skilled position. You know, and my theory was everyone was running away from Shaq. That was seven foot, but they couldn't compete with his physical self. So they were like, eh, I'm going to try this power forward position out a little bit. And all those power forwards that was supposed to have been traditional centers elevated the power forward position. Now your power forward became the scoring guy. And then your five man became this defensive shot blocker style. You know, so... It was the evolution that kind of pushed Charles Barkley out because everyone became long and agile. Yeah, it was timing in that era. I mean, you had you had the force of like a Carl Malone back then. Um, they all got put. They got pushed. They all, they all, all undersized. I think for their in their case, the game you know the the game wound down for them. They, they were veterans, but you know you look at a guy like LeBron. Obviously, I think is probably the best example now. What you're talking about is adapting, getting on top, staying there. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when you talk about LeBron, you're talking about a generational player who had no... You got to remember, when LeBron came in, LeBron was a small forward. Mm-hmm. Right? Then LeBron played power forward in some games. Then LeBron played point guard in some games. So he's evolving the game itself by being able to move around in this game. You know, now Charles Barkley would have said, okay, everyone's getting taller. Let me thin out and become a three-man or two-man. He changes, he evolved, he changed. He changed with the time. Instead of saying, no, I'm, I'm this power forward, I'm gonna back everybody down. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta shoot, you gotta sh- shoot that shit higher now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just can't beat through me, because even if you beat through me without your athleticism now, you still have to jump over my 7'1 wingspan, and I'm 6'10, 6'11. You know, you know, so with LeBron, even if his position got taller, I'm gonna be the point. Mm-hmm. Now he's the big freak at the point guard position. You know, now you have to adapt to all of that. Well, he has that. Swiss Army knife style mm-hmm. play, but the guy I'm thinking of actually is Mello, who really did that. You you saw him, young Mello, Denver, yeah. and where he is now, he's the ISO king, half court ISO king. I I would say he didn't transition because he was a small forward who played back to the basket, had his had had his one on one style, and when the game moved away from that 90s, that late 90s to early 2000s style, he didn't adapt to it. He was still stuck in the mode of, I need my ISOs, I need time, I need space, clear out. He needed that that game and didn't change his game to adapt to the new style of play, of moving around, getting out of there. And, and that's why it went from, you know, stardom to, whew, what, man, what happened? He just averaged, you know, 21 last year. What, what happened this year? The game changed. The game changed overnight, and he wasn't prepared for it. And also, I mean, 35-year-old Melo is not 25-year-old Melo. 
I mean, this so is, you're talking about 35 year old Melo. We're talking about a decline at 31 year old Melo. Yeah, yeah. that's. And but it wasn't even back to that window. It wasn't a decline though. It was. This is not your. This is not the style anymore. That style that you once was dominant in is not the style. We're we're moving on. You know, we we're we're making it faster. We're trying. We're not trying to score 86 to 97 points. We're trying to we're trying to push 120. So mm-hmm. you got to either shoot it or get off the ball. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have time for the you know clear space anymore. And that's what ended up happening with Melo. It wasn't that he was declining. It was that the style moved and he wasn't ready for it. Not ready. He, he didn't prepare for it. Now, how about this? The other key component to it is star power. So where you're recognizing that those real stars are coming with that next wave is the importance of relevance. Who's, who's the best? The best all time, the best right now, the best we should be getting on board with. You're gonna always have an argument on who's gonna be the best, depending on who's allowed to talk, right? Yeah. Depends who has a, 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 a microphone in front of their Self-promotion. Face. No, no, just who has a microphone. What age group has the microphone <laughs> is the age group of who is dominant. So when you talk about the greats, the only voice you're hearing is everyone under the age of 50. And for the most, the, 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 the voice voice is basically all the reporters. What age are they? In their 20s? No. Everyone who's on TV that's oh, reporting. T- TV, yeah, you're going to be shit 40. 40, 50, 60, and that means, who was your star? Michael Jordan. That was your childhood star, Michael Jordan. So you have that group pushing that wave. Then you have my era. My era is the Kobe, LeBron era. I'm gonna be pushing that wave. Then you got the LeBron era, (laughs) who's gonna, who never even watched one clip of Michael Jordan. So that's like talking to a wall. This is talk, you, you, if, if you get a kid I'm under the age- I'm pretty sure they watch clips of Michael Jordan. So you think a 15 year old, 14 year old kid watched a clip of Michael Jordan. Yes. Something's wrong with you. Okay. You, where? What, what? In Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Always, <laughs> on this day, 28 okay. years ago, Michael see, Jordan see, did this. See, think about what you just said. They watched it where? It's a clip on Instagram, yeah. On Instagram, Michael Jordan Mondays. Mm-hmm. Is all they know of Michael Jordan mm-hmm. basketball. They, We know his shoes. Yeah, it's not, it's not enough. So what I, I'm saying I, is, these kids never seen a game of Michael right. Jordan. They seen, okay, MJ Monday, what is this? Oh yeah, this guy is good. Eh, he's no LeBron. Mm. Eh, it's not a, it's not a. You, so that's under why, the age. I give you two, under the age of twenty-five years old. Yeah, that's why you got. Who you think is the best player to ever walk this earth? They're gonna say LeBron. Okay, thank you. Prisoner of the moment. <laughs> but, but what I said earlier was you got to appreciate history. So you see that one clip of a Michael Jordan switching hands layup. I'm gonna go back and watch that Finals 1991 game against the Lakers. You know what you do? It's boring. This is boring. Okay. You might learn something. This is you boring. That, that's, a, that's what you do with old basketball. This is boring. Look at this. It's a fourth quarter, two minutes left. The score is 82 86. Boring. You, it's boring. I don't think Michael Jordan games are boring. 
depending on who you're asking. Go watch. <laughs> depending on who you're asking. Okay. That's that, that's that's what what I'm saying is depending on who you're asking. If you're asking you, you got on all your Michael Jordan shit. Of course, you got on all your bullshit. So 82 to 86 was a fucking amazing game. <laughs> you think in my era in or today's era would appreciate the Detroit Pistons championship? No. I don't want to see a team Isaiah score Thomas, 69 Isaiah points. Isaiah Thomas was nice, though. Huh? Isaiah Thomas was nice. Not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the 2004. Chauncey oh, Billums, no, Rasheed. No, you no, really no, think yes. this, this generation, if they put on a hardwood highlight and say, hey, watch this championship run, you really think they would be like, oh, my God, this is the most exciting shit ever? No. Majority of the teams they played against scored under 80 points. points. <laughs> that, that, that means there was no Seth Curry and Clay Thompson and Kevin Garden. I mean, K, um, Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant on the court, someone scoring. So that didn't happen. That means they know no one scored 60 in, against these groups. <laughs> this timeline. You know what I mean? It's you, like, you're only excited about the timeline because you're in that timeline. All right, so how about this on the timeline? The question of being the best. Is it the best now Best all time. So you use this example to me. Who's the best rapper? Who, and I best? said, for me, I said, right now, I'm going to give it to Kendrick. I think he's in his prime, in his peak. We want more from Kendrick right now. And then you said. I said, so Jay-Z is not considered the best. Right. Music's different, but you're saying that Jay, I said Jay-Z is the all-time best. So. Now, now you contradict yourself. No, because I'm saying Jay-Z isn't working like a 24-year-old. But unfortunately, that was what you're, you've missed. You shouldn't he have to. He is working as much as Kendrick Lamar. They're both dropping the same amount of albums in the same amount of time. <laughs> so the fact that you didn't even think about it actually proves my point. That the greats get forgotten about because the youth is on a new movement. So you, you said, all right, Kendrick Lamar is the best. And I said, what about Jay-Z? Because he's still, he's still active. And then you're like, oh yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Okay. Well, if he's the greatest of all time and he's still rapping today, why wasn't that the first person to come out your mouth? Because you didn't think about him. You said, who's the best right now? Again, if he's the best all time and he is actually still rapping. That means he's still making music today. Then he actually is the best rapper, according to you. But why didn't he pop in your brain? Because I know he's not active like that. That's all I'm going to say there. He just made 444. 444 was four years ago? Three years ago. When was, when was Damn? Four years ago. Well, Kendrick, Kendrick <laughs> they might actually might be in the same year. But no. The Black Panther soundtrack. No, Damn came out four years ago. We're at, we're 444 came out three years ago. So between your argument, your argument, Hove is more relevant. But then Kendrick, both, Kendrick did Black Panther 2018. And then Jay-Z did some stuff with Beyonce, Lion King. So, so they're... <laughs> They're both like Jay Z has more relevant music than 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 Kendrick Lamar right now. What was Black Panther two years ago? It's three years ago. Three years ago. Twenty eighteen. 
Okay. So, so technically, he is actually more relevant than Kendrick Lamar in music. Kendrick will put out more albums in years to come than Jay-Z will in years to come. That's my prediction. But you said, uh, you said uh-huh. it's actually neither. It's the young wave. Like no, who? no, like no, no. Because I said who's the best? Because your 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 thing was the greatest. And I'm like, well, the greatest means nothing if the timeline is past. The, well, the greatest so, to me is that and it it can be sports and it can I because I do believe that like the goat thing everybody throws, it's like that Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. These are the dudes. You want to get up there, but, you want to be in that class. But so to, it's Jay-Z, it's Biggie, it's Tupac, you know, that that category, right? Yeah. Depending on who you ask. Right. But you're <laughs> now, saying, if you ask Drake's yes, era, Drake should be up there. Probably wouldn't. An older, an older, an older guy's like, no, it, it, no. A younger guy, that Rushmore, that Mount Rushmore is a whole different, a whole different list. So you're saying the best versus the, best, the greatest, but the best, you're saying no, it's younger. The best versus relevant is different. Who is relevant? Who is the man now, the man in the, these five years, the man in the next five years. So example, go. In, in hip hop. Okay, you say hip hop. Mm. You say little baby, still Drake, um, the baby. Um, you got the Cardi B. That's why it's different. Who's hot right now? Who's popping? Who's the greatest? Well, yeah, you can say, oh yeah. Jay-Z's the greatest, but if Jay-Z drop an album at the same time Little Baby drop an album, who's selling more? Now it's now it's How much more is he gonna be selling? But what, 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 <laughs> why, why we can gonna... bring this all together, the comparison is you gotta have plaques on the wall to be in that greatness category. The greatness right? means and, nothing if you're not as I said, greatness is greatness. Now when people talk about golden years, right? The golden years of rap. <laughs> I always laugh because I said, that's, that's no, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as, that's the golden year. No, the golden year is the year you're in. That's the, the you know, like, like the, the year, you gotta remember the year you're in is, uh, this is the golden year. This is the year, like you gotta remember, the, the year before this year, they were the most paid. The year before them, they were the most paid, you know? So do you think that those old school legends would trade in all those plaques for today's contest? Today's money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's why greatness is not appreciated because greatness is usually so bitter about the pay scale of what this is and this is, that they reject this new shit. And the new shit is like, who who are you? I'm not listening to your music. And what do you think the fan base sides with? The youth. Youth. <laughs> You've said that before. It's only, it's only youth. It's only youth that can, you know, that 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 can sit here and 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 say, Wait, who is that guy again? Like, I don't, nobody knows you, bro. Well, nobody people, knows old, you. Get the, your the, old ass out of old, here. The old heads is, will say, I don't know that kid. 
No, the old and head knows the kid because the old head is 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 mad that this this shit got private planes every five minutes, got 42 Maseratis and Lambos, and I'm I'm living in a duplex apartment and I'm in multi multi blah 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 because I'm, <laughs> because <laughs> it's changed, you know. So when that argument happens, the person who gets killed is the old. The old head. The old head becomes the hater. The old head becomes irrelevant. That's what it is. It's relevance. Mm -hmm. It's when the relevance falls off. So and you said something like this before that you've had your, you have your time, right? Mm -hmm. So you're playing in sold-out arenas. You get those years, that, that window mm -hmm. again. And you got to appreciate when it's, you know, when everything calms down, when it's not as loud anymore. And it's just, you know, you can sort of live a normal life. Yeah, you got to... Like, you know, like, I, I love when people say, yo, what would you average in this, this game and this and this? And I'm like, well, the way the style's playing, the way I played my style, because I was part of the fast-moving guard that scored, you know, I averaged 30-something easy. There's no big, there's no shack down there to stop me from getting to the lane. The, you, you know, you're not as, you know, I'm because I was one of the fastest guards, it would be hard to stop me in this style. Everyone can't say that. You know, because if you didn't have a fast-moving style, then it doesn't equate to you. You know, if you was a post-up guy who needed a rhythm and a rhythm dribble and, you know, you need 10 seconds to milk this clock and do this and come down and post up every single time, this, you can't say you were average 40 in this league because there's the, the, the game moving too fast and near the style you played in. All right, let's take a break to talk about our good friends at Keeps. They are back in the No Chill podcast. We love Keeps because they take the stress and the complexity of taking care of your hair and treating male pattern baldness and simplify it. They've evolved. They've gotten better. They've stepped up their game. And that's what we love at No Chill when things evolve and improve over time. You know, guys, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. And more than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Now, there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps has them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. And they make it easy. Their convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications are delivered straight to your door every three months, so you don't even have to leave your home. And it's low cost. Treatments start at just 10 bucks per month and Keeps offers generic versions to keep costs down. And it comes in discreet packaging and it offers proven results. To check them out, Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. So here we go. Let's get into it. And remember this, prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So you got to act fast. Now, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash no chill. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash no chill to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash no chill to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash no chill. Keeps.com slash no chill. Go get it. You got to say I had my time. Mm -hmm. I did what I did then. I'm going to hang my yeah. hat on that. And I'm cool. Mm -hmm. If you're always trying to fight like, oh, back in my day, we did this. Or if I played now, I'd average 50. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the point of that? 
it's it's arguments. That's what that's mm. what that's what people do. You know, when people talk about you know who was better, the '92 team or the this and this team, and then you always say, uh, what rules? <laughs> what what rules? What, what what rules are we playing under? Are we playing under? You know, rock'em, sock'em, robot-style rules, and you know what I mean? If, if, if so, you're going to have to really let this, this group adjust to, you know, prison basketball. If you're trying to play this style, then this new style, then these 92 guys, they can't keep up because they don't have the equipment. They don't have the, the, the tools. They don't have the skill set to, to compete with these crossovers and step backs. And they don't have, you know, so it's, it's really... A pointless argument, and that's why when you know when you know back in the day when I was like, yo, Dennis Rodman, they, they would have killed a six, seven, two hundred and ten pound guy wouldn't be stopping LeBron James. Let it go, you, mm-hmm. you you wouldn't. You know he's a point guard. You were great at defending people who's back to the basket. He's going downhill. Eh. <laughs> this your strength, your brute strength has no bearing on on downhill guards just like you know the the defensive guards back in the day you know you get the hand check well the hand checked work because the guard wasn't score he was a setup guy so he's sitting there with his back to the basket trying to you know get this offense to get it to the big man down low so it's easy to just you know hand check a guy who's not moving anywhere but then all it takes is a guy that's going to say you know what I'm going to actually take this upon myself. I am going to square up. That's where the crossover came. Yeah, but like I said, so evolution, like the defense of the that 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 defender, that hand check, all went out the window when Island Iverson came yeah. into the game. Yeah, but to prove that point is that's what happens. It just takes that one guy mm-hmm. that has something that now, shit, we couldn't guard the crossover. Yep. And all these guys that's came what I said, through. Evolution changes. You know, yeah. evolution changes the way, you know, the game is played, the way it's moved. So... You know, when you sit and say all oh, the players are soft and they couldn't last in my era, it's it's false. It's a false statement. You're looking at the game from rules and adapting to it. You know, if we just if we're just gonna say, all right, let's put the physical aspect into it. You're a 210 power forward. This is a 265 point guard small forward. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know, throw my money on a guy who's uh, 265 mm-hmm. with a 44 inch vertical, and uh, I don't think you're gonna uh, stop him because um, your height and weight is uh, Clay Thompson. You know, Clay Thompson is about six seven six eight uh, two ten. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yeah. I don't think you can stop any uh, <laughs> anybody that's coming downhill in your position unless you were a guard. I don't. I don't think Dennis Rodman, you're going to stay in front of Greek the Freak. I don't know what you're going to do with that, you know? But we can play your fantasy out and think you're going to just <laughs> just, you know, do what you're going to do. Like, that's, <laughs> like, no. To prove, to prove that point, why is the use most relevant? Because it's here now. Doing what? Playing. Living. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's their era. You know, so so if, if there's any evolution of the game that's happening, it's by no, them. Yeah, it's not. No, the evolution is by the people that's in it. In Playing the moment, it, yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, if it's coming to music and everybody's like, oh, I don't like the bumble, the mumble rap. The question is this. Who, who are you again? <laughs> who, who are you? You, you did like, an album. You like, you're like cool in the gang back yeah, then. Yeah, you did an album back in 19. Not, and this is the funny part. You did an album in 2002? 
who is this guy? You know what I mean? And that's that's what happens. That's that's what happens. You're not even talking about decades of generations. Because you got to remember, there's always one guy who changes the evolution of anything. So the music that we have now was inspired by one person, Lil Wayne. Red cup, drinking, the tone, the, the raspy. Mm-hmm. We didn't hear what he was saying most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the wheezy voice. Mm-hmm. And the next wave took it. I like it. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Added a little style to it. And then some younger players, people, looked at them and said, oh, I'm going to take that from him. They don't know Lil Wayne style. They know the guy who took it from Lil Wayne style, and then they're going to add theirs, and they're going to add theirs, and, add, and then the goat of it all is, get the out of here. <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the common, common thread? Retire already. The common thread there is influences. Mm-hmm. One influences the other. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. So this, this guy doesn't need to pay homage to Lil Wayne, because he doesn't even technically know nothing about Lil Wayne's music, in a sense. I know Young Thugger. I know Kodak Black. You know what I mean? So when you hear, you know, Cardi B, you never hear Cardi B talk about past women. You know, the MC lights and, you know, the little kid. She don't know nothing about those women. Her era, I'm Kodak Black, you know. <laughs> What's happening? That's her era. That's who she's listening to. That's who's influencing her. So you're talking about this, this, this mega superstar you know, you got to remember to make a superstar, her, her, her look down and she had to not look down, but look up to Nicki Minaj. Well, Nicki Minaj knows the Lauryn Hills and this and this and this. Well, Cardi don't need, all she need to know is Nicki Minaj. And she gets all this and she gets all of this style mm-hmm. by listening to just this style. And then from here, she creates her own style. And you here know. comes Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. But when drives, and then Megan Thee Stallion don't need to know who Lauren Hill is. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you she does. But yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she does because you know people are gonna you know when they say oh top rappers in the world and all of this top five you know Lauren Hill gets put under there and they're gonna look like who's who's this and then they're gonna listen to the style and it's like mm. <laughs> ah, this is mm. this is not this is it's not the- my forte because it's not what they grew up on. Mm. That's like when I watch Battle Versus, I say, I, 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 you know, I look at Battle Versus and I say, they're doing it wrong. They're doing it way wrong. And the reason you're doing it wrong is because you're not helping the past. So you, you think you're helping the past by letting the past perform in today's world, but who's watching it? The past. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they, I remember the, there was, uh, uh, who, who just performed from Wu-Tang? Raekwon. Raekwon and Ghostface. And Ghostface. Yeah. I mean, who, who, what group of people you think watched that battle? New York heavy. What do you? How, how would you make it better? Huh? You said they're doing so, it wrong. So, 
if you really want to break the internet, then you need to break the internet with a new guy. Yes. Young guy. You need to have your Bobby method man. Your, your, your method man versus ASAP Rocky. Uh, yes. Now the youth, now the now, instead of the whole internet at that moment in time just being all old mother. Now you have the youth in, and now you have a battle of youth versus old and really see who's going to be popping. You know, because I've seen one that says, all right, Usher versus Chris Brown, right? And then, you know, then you have, you know, everyone's like, oh, Usher's going to sweep them. You know, Chris Brown's going to sweep them. And then you read like, yeah, Usher had uh, two great albums. You know, Chris Paul, I mean, Chris uh, Brown never had... And I'm like, so you, this is versus top 20 songs, not, not top, albums. Not albums. Mm -hmm. And Chris Brown has, um, in the last three years, came out with about 90 to 120 songs. And if you take the best ones from there, I'm pretty, pretty sure just the last three years, he can give you 20 hits. And we don't even need anything from 2000. 16 and down. That's how much music the guy's pushing out. And that's just the songs he does, not the songs he wrote or produced. So you let an old person talk about it, you know, it's Usher. So what you do is says, wait, wait, you got the old school versus new school. This, these two breaks the internet because you have anybody at the age of 45 and under there, then you have all of 12. <laughs> In 30, going for Chris Brown. You know what I mean? So now you have you, you have a real, real, real battle. And that's what breaks the internet. Going old versus old just brings in old people. Well, what you're talking about there is what? Engagement. Mm -hmm. Is really what you need. And that's the thing that will keep you relevant, will keep you... you know, sports is different because you still have to perform, you still have to produce, you still have to win. No, you don't. Okay. What do you, you don't do? you don't you don't have to perform? When was the last time Jordan performed? I okay. thought we were talking about the. I'm just saying. The, when, was the last time Jordan, when was the last time Jordan performed? Yeah, sure. 2003. Okay. Why is he still relevant? Won a championship. Why is he still relevant? Because he's compared to. I mean, he's he's compared. He don't. He's not playing anymore. Right. He's compared. So, he's, so he's when the, the youth when the youth is compared to the old, it helps the old. But the thing about Jordan, and a lot of guys did this, they just said, this is what I did. The work speaks for itself. You know, he gets compared to the new school. So, you know, when someone says, oh, this is the next LeBron, I mean, this is the next, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, everyone goes back and says, who, who is this Michael Jordan guy? Then you get to, you know, and oh, Kobe's the next one. So all Kobe fans are sitting there trying to, you know, compare to all of LeBron, you know, you know, like with Zion, you're the next LeBron. So you guys are going to be intertwined no matter how long after LeBron is gone. As long as Zion's there, he's going to be compared to LeBron. So LeBron's legacy still lives. It lives through the youth. They don't do that with, you know, rap like that. You know, you don't really, you know, you know, it's, there's no next biggie. Where's the next biggie? 
Well, every, everybody, this is what we get into. Everyone compares you to that person. And that's the in thing sports. is, like, let people live. But, oh, two, in, in music, for sure, he's the next Jay-Z. Who's the next Hove? That's, no, they don't. They J. Don't Cole, let's do, crown him. You don't do that because the style doesn't allow you because the style moves too fast. So the reason, so what they do now, and they'll say, all right, who is this generation's Tupac? You know, who is this generation's Jay-Z? Who is this generation's... Because but I'm pretty you can't, sure if you ask Kendrick, are you the next Tupac, he'll be like, no, no I'm the next Kendrick. No, no, he's not going to say he's the next Tupac because what he rap about now is not what this guy rap about, rap about because the times has changed. So you got to remember, to be a rapper, you're living in the moment and you're reflecting and you, the world views. So, you know, especially if you're a conscious rapper. You know, you're talking about what you're living in right now. So the stuff he's gonna, he's saying is impacting those people that's living there. What, you know, Kendrick is rapping about is impacting us right now. So it would be more like, yeah, I think I'm to the Tupac of this generation because I speak, you know, this, or I'm the Nas of this generation. You know, that's how you do it when it comes to rap because the styles change, the movement changes. You know, so what, you know, you're rapping about, like, like, 80s and 90s, they rap about selling drugs, mm -hmm. right? This generation raps about doing drugs. <laughs> this is what they're living in. Yeah. You know, that's what they live in. 80s lived in, you know, it was cool to sell drugs because that's what, that's what it was, you know? So you can't judge it and say, oh, this is their, you know, weak because this is what they're talking about, like. The, the group before you was like, drugs? Who, who wants to sell drugs to their own community? You know, it's well, hip, that's, that's hip, things, that's hip, 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 <laughs> you know, that's, that's that era. So you look at the era before them, before the drug dealer era, those guys is like, what kind of music is this? This gangster rap killing each other? Rap was supposed to be fun. We're talking about fun and party and this and this. And you guys are talking about, you're going to kill each other and shoot each other? So... Every era is looking at the other era like, what the hell is this? <laughs> that, you know, and that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to engagement, though, when you're at this level, it's about how much you make yourself available. If you're mm -hmm. on the come up, you really got to put yourself out mm -hmm. there and, and, and stay connected. But then when you get to a certain status, I can pick and choose my spots. And I'll, I'll actually say less, and that'll have more of an impact. Wrong. Okay. It's one way Wrong. of thinking. You tell, yeah, go Wrong. ahead. Go ahead. Isn't that Andre 3000? Where's his influence in this generation? Exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't need to do as much. So he finds I mean, out he might not need to do with Frank he, Ocean. He might not need to do much for money-wise. Well, he also recognized I don't, but need, he doesn't, I don't need to do this anymore. For, for what I'm saying is for... Like financial, I mean, we're not talking about financial. No, we're just talking about impacting, keeping your legacy intact. Like Young Thug said, like, like I don't, I don't know, dude. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know him. You know, he don't make himself available. He don't fuck with us like that. Because gotta remember, the youth don't need them. The youth don't need the old, because it's their time. It's their movement. So they don't need the old to be validated. 
the old needs them if they want to survive. Uh, they want if they want to survive longer. Stay relevant. To stay, stay relevant. In the to stay in the picture. That's why when people say, "How does how is Drake still doing it?" Because he was smart enough to vampire, and what that means is, no matter how big you are, you already know there's someone coming. And if you think you're too big for someone on level one, that level one guy is going to knock you out and you're never going to recover. So all, all Drake does is say, ah, oh, man, that, that single you had last year, the little, I like it. Let's do a record together. Of course you're going to say, yeah. You're, you're a newbie. You're going to, Drake called me? Drake want to do it? Hell yeah. Now, Drake does that with every body he thinks is going to be the next him. And he already done put his imprint. Boom, 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 boom. So when he feels like he's winding down, he can just make that call. Hey, little baby, hey, I got the song. Let's do the song. Boom, make, make history. So in that way, you're always <laughs> going to stay on top. You're going to stay on top because I, now, I, I you got to remember, you. now little baby's fans... You gotta remember, every rapper got their own section of group. Now, little baby fans, no Drake. Now, little baby fans are following Drake. <laughs> you know, and then, and then, then there's no, there's no beef of trying to take Drake out because him and little baby is cool. Yeah, I mean, it's still competitive. Uh, you know, it is. It is. It's still competitive. And then when you, you know, we shifted back to sports, there is always that you, you praise. The young way, but you want to establish like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still the top dog. You still got to come get this. Your, your body of work does that for you. Um, you know, it's, it's two different styles. Like if you're a rapper, you don't really need beef to survive. Actually, beef, beef is the worst thing you want to be in. You know, this is not 80s or 90s. There's, you know, the younger generation. You know, it's we don't really. <laughs> so is that what's the, the when everyone says this air is soft or whatever? Is that what it is? There's just less rivalry. In music? No, it's basketball. It's, it's, it's soft. Okay, one, they say it's soft because they're watching the players complain about fouls, right? Well, we're complaining about fouls because the rules that were being told told us this is, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that. So, you know, that's what we're going to argue about. Well, that's the rules. You can't say I'm soft because these are the rules and I'm wondering where... Foul is, you know, if you was allowed to clothesline and we can clothesline each other, I would that that would have been the style. Would have been there's no complaining because that's we know that's. But I'm 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 designing my game off of the rules that are in play right now. Yeah, so you it, can't it, say I'm soft because of the rules. Like we can say your generation was soft too compared to the generation before them. The generation before them, they chunk them. Straight, you know, it was a flagrant one on clotheslines and punches to the mouth, right? Well, your your era didn't do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all was y'all was getting kicked out, so y'all was less aggressive as this group. The next group after you was less aggressive than you, and then so forth and so forth. Like, you know, so you can't you can't look at it and say this generation's just soft. You got to remember, I don't need to, I don't need to be enemies with you. Why? That's that's what it is. It's not soft. It's too friendly, because guy like said I'm not out here to 
kill you. I'm out here, I'm here to compete when the ball goes up, but we can still be cool. That's how it's always been. How many people hung out with Michael Jordan that wasn't on Chicago Bulls? Everybody. Everybody wouldn't be. I mean, it was a circle. Jordan, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. How, many, I mean, how many years did uh, Charles Barkley and Jordan play together? How many years? Barkley was the best friend. How many years did they play together? Never. Never. But they always knew each other for yeah, the Yeah, so they time. always hung out with the game. So we can say, oh, look, they're soft as shit. They hanging out with each other. Like, what? what, what? The perception but, but, of what so, okay. people think is just, is just dumb. Like, yeah, I, I don't have no problem with him because, yeah, we train all summer together. But on the court, yeah, I'm trying to kick his ass. I'm trying to score for you think how many brands you think um James Harden has? He's got a good circle, yeah. Do you think do you think when he plays against his friend, he's not trying to score 40? Sure. He's trying to score 40. He's scoring 40, but he's not Michael Jordan dunking on Patrick Ewan and screaming in his face. That's a technical now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a technical. But the point, I don't need to yell. Like, I don't need to yell at you. I can. This is this is this is the new yell. Yeah. On his head. On. I don't need to yell. I can. I shake you, make you fall. Point. Shot. I, I, I'm still embarrassing you. You know, it's just a new way of engagement. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to yell and fist bump and do all this. It's you fail. But when it comes <laughs> to greatness, the ultimate is your pedigree. And that's what really matters. You can say, this is what I, this is what I did. This is my resume. These are my accomplishments. These are my signature moments that you're going to always remember me for. That's, that's it. What cap. else is there? That's cap. What else is there? The legacy is the most overrated thing going. It's what you got. End of the day. That's what you got. What, the, well, okay, like so when people say, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave, leave my legacy and, you know, this and this and this. Is... Does it actually last forever? Remember no. you? If we, no. You love Google. You want to Google somebody. You're looking at their resume. So that means their, their legacy ain't worth the shit. The, the legacy ain't worth the shit if you got to Google it. Because you don't know it. You don't know. Today's... I, I, I guarantee you. <laughs> you remember when JaVel did the this JaVel did the um it was the uh he was asking his teammates question and he was like, oh, who sung this song? And we got it all wrong. One of the songs, Destiny Child. They didn't know who Destiny didn't know who this is the 19, 20 year old kid didn't know who Destiny Child was. Right? What's Destiny Child's legacy? They made great music. He don't know it. So the legacy is only, it's only this, <laughs> this fictitious thing. No, it's, it's actually fake. what it's we're fake. saying. It's, it's how you stay relevant. And how but you what stay I'm saying, is it's a fake thing. Like, do you think, like Draymond Green just said he's the best defensive player of all time. In his mind, in his mind, do you think he ever thought about anybody who actually came before him? No, he's no, saying that there's no because he's looking in. I'm, I'm looking in this time frame of what I'm doing, and nobody ever did what I'm doing. But that's a bold statement. To you. <laughs> 
Because you're in an era before him. So you have the Michael Jordan, the Scottie Pippins, and the Gary Paytons, and you have those guys in your resume. And then the guys before them in their resume, and the guys before, he don't. He don't, he don't, he, he don't have that back. I don't know who, I don't, you think he went in there and said, yeah, let me see who's, what the blocks were like in 1957. Woo, this man averaged nine blocks a game. Because if he did see that, he'd be like, oh, I'm not even close to this. You think, Will Chamberlain, like, why is he the greatest basketball player that ever walked this planet with the stats he has? Why? 50, 50 points a game, 50, 20-something rebounds a game? How is this not the greatest basketball player that ever walked this planet? You don't even hear his goddamn name. Yes, you do. I mean, what? You never hear Will Chamberlain, all-time great scorer. Well, he ain't even all-time great scorer. Game, the hundred-point game will live forever. No one's breaking that record in the NBA. I guarantee if they did a, if they did a, a question, do you think it's real or fake? What, what do you think? Because <laughs> it was on TV. <laughs> do you, do you, I mean, do you really think it's going to be ninety percent real? No, that shit's going to be out of line around fifty something. It happened. It actually happened. I'm pretty sure it did. But what I'm saying is the legacy of what he did is not in this decade. Like I like when I when when people were talking about the greats and I had to look through, like I remember, I'm out of the NBA when I did this research, looking at Will Chamberlain and uh, the big O. Like I, I'm what I'm saying is I'm retired by the time I looked at their information. Not an active player, I'm not an active player, so I'm looking like, oh, wow, why is, he, why is he top, top, why is he not the top player, why? Why in Big O is, why in Big O the Michael Jordan? Motherfucker average a triple, double, triple, like 30, 30, and 30, 20, like, what Get out of here. Move on. Like, and that's what I'm saying is the, le the legacy these guys left is just for them. It's just you. Only you care about you. Only you is a you legacy. It's not a worldwide legacy. No one really. Who was Tiger Woods before Tiger Woods again? He was always Tiger Woods. Who was the greatest golfer to ever live before Tiger Woods? Jack Nicklaus. Before him? Arnold Palmer. Before him? Ben Hogan. You're testing, my, you're testing my... I'm like, who do I don't... Know. I mean, you play golf. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I heard all the plumber because of the drink. I didn't know it came after a goddamn player. Yeah, but even what you're saying, like, Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill Russell, 11 championships. How is that not the greatest when we say Michael Jordan Okay, has six you, you know why? Because a, 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 when you say, well, if it's about rings, people would be like, well, what about Bill Russell? And, I'm, and, and then somebody like me say... Yeah, why well, answer Bill Russell? Then I go do my research. And I'd be like, huh. I'm pretty sure it's easy to win 11 championships when it was eight teams. Mm. You, had a y, you had a YMCA schedule. So because there was no there was no signing free agents, if you had the most dominant team year one. I'm pretty sure if you can't sign free agents and it only goes off of trading and draft picks, I'm pretty sure you're going to be dominant every goddamn year because there's no one to threaten it with a free agent sign because 
all free agents want to be champions. So you're going to get every free agent that's possible because they all want to be champions. So there's a reason you win 11 championships because of the rules at that moment in time. So I can't throw a value on those 11 championships because now you got players who made the Hall of Fame that came off the bench averaging 10. And you're like, how are you? What? How does that equate to Hall of Fame? You, you was the 11th man. <laughs> you was the 11th man and you're a Hall of Fame guy? You never started a game in your life? Like, come on. You know, so that, that's what the youth does when they research the old. And that's why you can't compare. You're like, he's a five-time All-Star. You're a three-time All-Star, so he's better than you. Wait, oh, 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 oh he was a, <laughs> oh, he was a five-time All-Star and it was 12 teams in the league. Like, what was the chances of him not making an All-Star game? It's three guards and he's, there's only, in his league, there's six guards. So the chances of him being one of the three was very great. <laughs> it's like, it's, let's be honest. It's like, you know, so you're talking about, oh, that's five-time All-Star. Well, that doesn't, you know, this, this guy is making All-Stars with there's 30 teams. That means he's beating out 14 guards, not three. You know, so it's like, that's why you don't try to just, that's why the past shouldn't try to jump into the future and talk trash because, yeah, you know, when we do, but, but, at that moment in time, those eight teams, you had to be a dog. You had to you be great. You were at great. best at your time. You had to, at you the best at your time. That. So stay in your time. Stay Do there. not jump I out of there. Think you can, you know, you, you, your 1952 Ferrari can beat my 2021. Mm -mm, that yours goes. Mm -hmm. that, that is a Honda today. That's a Honda engine. You know, you're going to go about, a, you know, 95 to 100. But that's a classic. It's yeah, a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. But don't you yeah, your classic you is beautiful. Just don't say you can beat me in a race. Okay? Okay? Because that's what they're doing. They're not saying we're classics. They're saying, oh no, we can, we can beat you guys in a race. Uh, your engine governs at a uh, 95 Pro. <laughs> the speed limit was 35 then. The speed limit now is 85. So mm. all right. Let's do this. So for Ask Agent Zero, I'm gonna ask you to make some predictions. So you're a new school guy, right? New, new wave guy, mm -hmm. as you. What will this new wave do different that will surprise people? I mean, like, you know, a player being a billion-dollar player, um, that's going to happen. You know, there's going to be a guy who, I mean, within the next few years, going to be in basketball, have 500 million. And football is probably signing a billion. I mean, you know, everything evolves. So, you know, um, it's... it's it's designed to improve, you know, um, nothing stays the same, you know, nothing goes backwards. Um, so, you know, is there going to be more NBA teams? I'm pretty sure they try to bring in two more teams somewhere, you know, because the league is, you know, I'm pretty sure there'll be at some point teams overseas. Um, it only, it, I mean, it only, because once that happens, then then the contracts real. Because you know you have if you have a team in Spain, team in Italy, and all you know, actually NBA professional teams, it will change how that contract, and that's when there'll be billion dollar players. 
so is all this attention on the the young wave like this this overtime league that's getting broadcast and paid, is that gonna stay or is it gonna all come back to the NBA is still gonna own it you still have the G League like that's where all the you know attention will be and then it goes international like you say add more teams there um when it comes to the youth you know you, you try to you know there's always rules that handicaps you know so um you know, I made a post about the WNBA, you know. If someone would have said 10, 12 years ago, what would a double M- the WNBA game be? They would have, the game would have been fast forwarded so far. Oh, there'd be million dollar players. And, you know, there'll be girls, you know, take, make it $2 million a year. It's not because of, you got rules that handicaps them. You know, that, that someone, someone is slow, some dinosaur mine is, doesn't see the future, doesn't see evolution. The rules that are in play is keeping the league old. Old doesn't sell in the youth. <laughs> you, you know, you get what I'm saying? It's like, if I'm... If I'm a 13-year-old girl looking at the WNBA and that person is 33, I I don't identify with it. I don't can't relate. Can't relate. You know, I can I can relate to 19 because when I started playing, I was watching her in high school. I was watching. You know. You know. That's who. That's. Who inspired me? Yeah, and as your generation ages, you age with them. Yeah, you know, like so they're, that's they're who I'm generation. watching. You know, so when you know the first time I watch a WNBA game is because my favorite player in high school just got drafted. So now I'm watching that team. Now you know what she's doing in the NBA. I'm mimicking. Boom, 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 boom. And now her skill is being 2.0, 3.0, 4.0. So now when this person comes to the WNBA, she's a whole new breed of talent. Mm-hmm. Well, if the league is sitting with 35, 36, 37-year-olds, 40-year-olds dominating still, that means the youth is not watching them because the youth don't know who they are. Because when they were in high school and college, most of these girls wasn't born. It wasn't, they wasn't born. And that's why if you ask these high school girls and say, name your top five WNBA players, all the girls would be under the age of 25 because that's the only ones they would know. <laughs> They'd be the only girls they know. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know Steph Curry, Dion Trossi, mm-hmm. who, who, who really, if the league was behind her, changed the game. It changed. She was the Steph Curry of, of her generation. And it wasn't capitalized on because the people who were watching her and looking at her and mimicking their game after them had to go through college four years. No, you can't do that. Can't do this. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. So, you know, so you can say we can fast forward and where would the game be? It depends on who's making the rules of the game. You know, so, you know, the, the NBA is progressive, you know, so... You know, you watch NBA now, there's no, there's really no play plays. 
There's no sets and we're gonna sit down. No, it's 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 take advantage. Take advantage of the mismatch. I saw mismatch, yeah. You know, take advantage of the mismatch and let's go. You know, so it's 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 bringing the you and I this is this is the key to I'll give a I'll give a, a key. Okay. A key. I'll take notes. So I was doing some deep thinking one day. That could be anything. Right? Mm. Doing some deep thinking. And the thinking was this. How come the smartest person in the world didn't invent that? Right? How's this how's this invented in he It comes from a random place. Yeah, like how is this so like you didn't think it is? Like you know, so if you're Microsoft, if you're you know Bill Gates and you are these these evolution guys, how do you miss this? This was a simple thought, and you missed it. How? So that's where my, I'm, I'm, you know, that's what I was thinking about. Like, how are they missing these? And how is there new billionaires being created and this and this? How? Like, how? And I realized it. It's the, the youth is looking at what's here and trying to make it better, faster, you know. And when you're older, you are not thinking about the customer. You're setting your ways. No, you're not thinking about the customer. This is the key. When you're inventing something, you're not inventing it for you in your realm. So when they do case, when they do customer studies and they say, oh, this, 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 and this, and this, that's wrong. That's not your customer. Your customer is not even old enough to buy your product yet. So, you know, you have these, uh, with a little shit on top of the house? Satellite Satellites. As an older player, as an older person, I'm like, oh yeah, you yeah, put a little couple of them on there, blah, blah, blah. You ask a little kid, first thing a little kid's gonna say, why is it so big? I don't know, why would I want that thing on my house? That, that looks ugly. An older person would be like, what do you know? <laughs> Me, I would say, you might wanna listen, because that's your customer. Your customer says it's too big. So that means in the future, you're going to need to make it smaller for him to buy it. Because if you don't, your company does not survive. Because <laughs> the evolution mm -hmm. of the customer, you're not appeasing. And that's, and that's where the older companies are losing sight. That's where people are losing sight because when you're designing this shoe, you're designing something. You're doing something for the youth, not what's here right now. What's here right now is they're enjoying what's here right now. But if you want to stay on top, you need to think about, you get a whole bunch of 10, 12, eight-year-olds and say, hey, here's this shoe. Give me your thoughts. Okay, okay. I mean, and then, and you really take that in consideration because that's the people who are going to be buying your shoes when they get money. And that's the key to it, to stay relevant, to stay engaged, to stay great, is to embrace the youth. 
That's what we're seeing. The here youth today. is the future. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> so is, that, is that really where the game is going to be? It, it, the older guys are going to get phased out. You know, careers will be shorter, and the younger, faster, bigger, stronger, more prepared and skilled that are coming in will be coming in and taking over. Um, no, it's still you, you. Still have to be. Um, the older you get, the more research you got to do. You know, and I, I, that's 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 what I mean. That the older you get, you have to look back down. You have to see what's coming. You have to see the wave of of what's coming your way. Because if you're stuck up there and all you see is the sky, and by the time you look down, it's on your doorstep, you're out. That game will pass you by. So you have to come down and say, all right, these kids are more agile. They're more cerebral. They they can play one, two, three, four, five positions now. I need to start changing my game now and start working on a new skill set because I'm going to have to guard it and I have to be able to survive with it. And it's not a complete overhaul. You're saying I have this actually. Yeah, like you, my, you should be able like, bag. okay, let's say, this now. let's say you're, you're, all right, Luca, right? And you're like, all right, uh, I'm, you know, got to remember to him, he's the future. Right? I'm the future, this and this and He's this. He's in the window. Right? I'm, I'm the future. I'm going to be, you know, the man of the league. He still has to look down and see what's coming. You know, you still have to say, all right, oh, you got Imani Bates. Okay, he's about 6'11", does the same thing I'm does. He get a little bigger. He can do this. He can do that. You know, let me put a little tweak in my game. And, you know, you have to put a little bit, you know, oh, the Chets is coming. I got to, you know, I have to make room for improvement to face them. You know, if you don't do it, you, you, you're sitting there guarding Trey Young and he keeps throwing the ball between your legs and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> How do, you know, and you wonder why a, a kid on a rookie year can come in and bop your best player because he didn't see it coming. He didn't see him in high school throwing it between five defenders playing around. He didn't see that. He didn't see it. He didn't watch the kid do that, knowing that this kid is coming. And when he comes, if you're not ready for him, you're going to be sitting there on a the highlight. You know, so, you know, you, you have to be able to, like, jump out of yourself and go back down. You have to go down. You have to see what's coming, what's being manufactured. You got to. If you don't, you're going to get caught and get lost. There it is. Adapt or die. Mm-hmm. Adapt or die. Adapt well, or die. Oh, well, well, that's what happens, so... All right, well, we've figured out how to be great and how to stay relevant is the key to being great. The key to being great and the key to staying great. Get there and stay there. Tap or die. For Gilbert Arenas, always adapting. I'm Mike Botticello. This has been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fubo Sports Network, and we'll see you next time.